you are tuned in to a fireside chat with Zany Mystic. Join us now on another exciting metaphysical journey. Relax, tune in, drop out and take a seat by the fire as we explore new realms and possibilities. This is Magenta Pixie. You can find me at magentapixie.weebly.com. But now, here is Zany Mystic and guest. Enjoy the show. Greetings, and welcome to a fireside chat with Zany Mystic. I'm your host, Lance White. Tonight, my guest is Cindy Carter. Cindy is an intuitive energy healer, artist, and spirit consultant who brings the consciousness of Quan Yin and divine angelics through sound, vibration, and transmission. Cindy has been working since 2007 after experiencing a complete awakening to her divine truth. Through her tireless service, she has been gifted the codes of immortality, resurrection, and ascension. In 2011, she began bringing this information to the collective consciousness to uplift humanity. Her dispensations of wisdom from Soline and the Ancient One have been published by popular social media blog sites, blogs around the Internet, as well as the Sedona Journal of Emergence. Cindy now offers spiritual consultations and holographic energy sessions from her home base in the mountains near Asheville, North Carolina. She can be contacted through her website, www.knowingdo.com. So let's welcome her back to the show now. Hi, Cindy. How are you? I'm great, Lance. How are you doing? I'm doing well, too, <laughs> except <laughs> I don't have the sniffles. <laughs> I do have the sniffles tonight, and uh, so I'm going to get through that without um, sniffling in everyone's ear. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, we we started to get into some in- interesting topics during the end of the show, and I had made a mental note to uh, go back and check that out because we we could easily have picked up there. And what I was getting uh, was there was something that might be even more interesting to talk about, and that has to do with synchronicity and how it works. Oh, yes. I think what we had talked about earlier was reincarnation and the uh, reincarnation cycle. Yes, yes, yes. I, I you think hit it on the head. what it was, yeah. Well, maybe we can touch on that in a little bit anyway. Yeah, but that's, yes, that's a good I, idea. I, I don't know if you're experiencing um, that. Uh, in a major way, but, um, you know, at times I experience it, uh, but lately it's been quite enhanced. Mm-hmm. And and so I have had to really look at um, what all actually really is happening um, through, you know, I I have always had, you know, these beings that came to me that tell me and teach me. Mm-hmm. Well, I always looked at those sometimes as teachers who came to me. Well, now when we look at life through your your thoughts and your ideas, and then you realize that you're multidimensional, so wouldn't the multidimensional aspect be the one that helps you? Mm. And so… And so it comes in all kinds of multidimensional ways. So mm-hmm. it would be in a metaphor uh, mm-hmm. or in a really small ways, but it piles up mm-hmm. to an idea. So it's like your light filaments of your thoughts and ideas 
kind of when they're aligned with your higher self and you put them out into the ethers, you know, just through your thoughts and it aligns and attracts with information that uplifts or confirms the thought or idea mm-hmm. if it would it would uplift yourself or humanity well then all of a sudden <clears throat> these things come into existence uh you know like quantum existence so information must come quantum quantumly introduced right right so i figure the crystalline grid is working with us um it's changing to benevolence just like we are so gosh just recently um what was my thought i i was thinking of uh how we were merging into compassion not just our bodies moving into compassion but the earth is moving into compassion and this is what the crystalline grid is is bringing while well, our bodies are going through the same thing where the energy stream is is crystallizing mm-hmm. and so the thought forms have to crystallize well I was thinking of compassion as an individual and then I was thinking of adaptation so I was sitting here thinking of compassion and adaptation totally just engrossed in that for maybe an hour or so that morning and I go into I have a small part-time job to keep myself moving along mm-hmm. and keep myself kind of grounded uh, you know and uh, I enjoy what I do, and the first person through the door to confirm to me what I was speaking, this is how it happens, came up and just started talking to me, and he uh, is there every week assisting um, another employee who has um, issues, uh, like mental health issues, Mm -hmm. and so he assists him during his work day. And he's only there for a couple hours a a week, you know. Um, But anyway, he came in, and he is actually an actor on some big TV show. And I'm – because I don't watch TV, I have no clue. Well, (laughs) everyone else in the store knows about it, and it's called Stranger Stranger Things. I don't know it. (laughs) It, It's about multi-dimensions, and it's apparently a very popular show. And I didn't know anything about it, but he came up to me and said that, you know, he was telling, he just walked up and he goes, uh, he had a swagger about him. I said, swagger in this morning, are you? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I am because I'm practicing my, um, my first, uh, almost nude scene. I said, oh. really? Uh, he goes, yeah, I, I'm getting ready to be, you know, uh. Uh, coming out of the bathroom with my towel around me. I said, so what are you having to do for that? And he said, he goes, well, go to the gym for one. And I said, okay. And so we got to talking, but really his message to me was so profound. And I could have got caught up in, you know, whatever the limelight thing was, which I'm totally not impressed with. Uh, At one time I was. I was a media uh, person uh, in college. So I really loved media and believed in media, and now I don't really believe in it. But this man put a new prospect in my mind about compassion. And he, I said, well, what do you play on the show? He says, I'm a recurring character, and I am play a white supremacist. And I said, oh, wow, what do you do to prepare yourself? He said, I have to go into meditation. 
and ground myself totally in goodness mm. because I want to bring light to an ugly character mm. because I hope that there's a white supremacist out there who will see the truth behind the character. Mm. Wow. And I was wow. like, wow. That's what I said was, wow. <laughs> you know, how to respect, you know, the darkest of characters that this man had to actually embody the mm. character and how he worked on himself prior to it. So I was like, okay, well, that's an interesting thought about compassion. And then just about an hour later, a man came in selling uh, what he grows at his farm, which is turmeric. Oh, the yeah. most The most gorgeous turmeric. I, I mean, it really was gorgeous, and he had a huge bag of it in a clear bag where you could see it, and it was really gorgeous. And he came up, and, and uh, he says, I, you know, am here to, you know, bring this uh, turmeric in, and it's the last of the year. Oh. And the 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 energy around him and the love around him with this bag of turmeric was like huge and he was like presenting this to us like mm. here's my last bit of love that i have cultivated all year mm. and i said wow that's really beautiful and i said i'm sure that people here will love that and he said yes you know when the process is happening it's quite interesting and i immediately perked up because he changed his demeanor uh-huh and he went in he went into a complete different uh aspect of himself and he really didn't understand why but he just went off so i was i just let him and i just you know allowed a nice space for him and he started in and he said i don't know where he went but he started off saying and the seven orbs which you know, I work with the seven bodies. Right. So he goes, the seven orbs are entering the root and allowing it to build steam and allow the love to build and to be patient until it is ready to burst forth into turgent mm. abilities. Mm. And I was like, turgent abilities? <laughs> Totally flipped my mind, and I went, what is turgent abilities? And he goes, you know, the act of turgence. And I was huh. like, oh. And I was, I immediately went into seeing it on a multidimensional level, and I said, do you mean in a state of dissension? And he said, exactly, a state of dissension. And I said, Oh, he goes, about to burst. I said, oh. Then he said, here's what it's also like. And I said, what? And he put his hand next to his face, and he pulled it down you know, near his ear. And he said, just like the Jews that wear the peyote, the little side locks mm -hmm. that they have on their face. Mm -hmm. And it's called a peyote. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm just listening to his whole story while he's handing over the turmeric, right? I'm like, okay. So he's out the door and gone before I even realize what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this is a lot 
going on in just a couple of hours. Right then, the next person that comes in is name is Journey, <laughs> and he, he's a frequent person there, and he has that lock. He had wow. cut all his he had cut all his hair from the day before, and had that side lock. I he is Jewish. Wow. And so I had to look up the meaning of that. And it meant, you know, back in the ancient times, uh, that you're wearing a sign to others that you have no idols. That you mm. have no no idols. And so, you know, I thought about that in relationship to the merging of compassion in the body and that would be taking the highest self all the way through every essence and every dimension of the body and mind and soul all the way to the edges holding no idols well that would even include the higher self you know, I think that even, you know, I know that I have idolized the higher self at one time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. until it integrated more in myself. So I think that we can go about a disillusionment that we are separate from the higher self and that we're to idolize the reverence of it. But I don't think that that's uh, the truth. What I've, I sh was shown that day was that we're to take um, every bit of that God essence in us and allow it to swell in us with no idols mm -hmm. as the higher self and integrate it. We can't come out of the gates being higher self. This is a this is a process of, you know, the seedling, you know, taking on the information of the godly essence and allowing nothing else to attract itself to it. And if it has to then go through the cleansing process so that it can sprout. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then, of course, there's the turgence and uh, the parable about. Uh, the seed that fell on <clears throat> the rocky ground and the seed that fell on good soil. Oh, see, I don't, I'm unfamiliar with all that. Right, right. <clears throat> well, it sounds like there were quite a few synchronicities uh, that shaped your day, and uh, I had a personal understanding of this uh, many years ago when I inadvertently uh, became went into a state of total synchronicity for about one and a half months, almost two months. And literally everything around me was personal and to me. And I could glance at the newspaper and there would be a line that was just for me. The radio might be playing on a hip-hop station and they'd start playing angelic music yes and yes. it went on and on and on and <laughs> i mean my eyes got wider and wider and there was a second person who was also going through that and we'd get together and share notes and it was utterly astounding 
uh, and eventually it felt as if my wiring wasn't sufficient or capable of holding such a high energy for much longer, and I was unable to keep that going. It was as if, okay, your body's going to burn out if you keep doing this. I don't know how it started, but it's been incredible, and you're going to have to release it and let it go and just know that it happened. And it was funny because uh, one of the synchronicities was looking down on on the ground just by chance, and I saw something on the ground, and I picked it up, and it was a, a double-terminated crystal. And I held it in my hand, and I thought, is this plastic? You know, what could it be? And I threw it up in the air, and it landed in my hand, and I understood that it was a gift. And I still wear that crystal today. It was definitely a real crystal. And um, it was one of the, the things that I have that uh, helps me to remember those moments. Mm-hmm. But, um you know, an old lady wow. getting on the bus might look around and say something uh, to, and wink. <laughs> I mean, it was just, and it was continuous. It was so yes. magical that you could not <laughs> deny it. And uh, you, it was just incredibly wonderful to to have all of that happening as if by magic. Yeah, it's if by magic, but you know that there's a higher purpose or source to it. Yeah. And it's not and it's not frivolous. Not at uh, all. The, the synchronicities weren't just frivolous or humorous. No. Um, even though you know you end up in a state of amazement, and I know I've been through the same. And when when you go through the amazement, if you can get out of amazement, right, right, you know, because that's kind of a mesmerizing trance-like right. yes, state <laughs> uh, that a lot of people can get you know hooked into i know i did for a long time until uh this one man looked at me one day he was a psychic and he goes honey this stuff happens every day right (laughs) just get over your just get over yourself it Uh happens every day right i think he saw like his aunt dead aunt walking across the backyard Uh you know and i was like Wow, what is that? You know, how how do you deal with that? And he goes, "Honey, this just happens every day." Right. You know, right. so so for him that happened every day, but right. uh, he could have chose something else now, I realize, but it, it amazement is a frequency that keeps us away from the truth of what the patterns and the shapes and the fractal energy that we walk and ride around in. Mm-hmm. When we can plug into – see, what you were doing was plugging into the real crystalline grid mm-hmm. where synchronicities occur and you weren't having outside infiltration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Body, The body can only withstand that as long as the, the body is uh, conditioned for it. Mm-hmm. And so how do we condition a body? And so that's what part of my questioning was, was about – adaptation how do we Hmm. adapt the body then to withstand the currents and frequencies for complete synchronicities and complete discovery through quantum energy Mm -hmm. and the interaction with quantum energy without the entanglements you know that we don't need right we don't need those so if we were to truly plug in like Mm -hmm. you were plugging in 
with your synchronicities uh, and you knew you consciously knew that you needed to uh, you know plug in to the earth be, or be grounded more or you were going to be plug, you know uh, burnt out mm-hmm. your system mm-hmm. your system would be burnt out and so I'm learning now that we have to you know ground the system mm-hmm. to take in to take in higher energies mm-hmm. well. Yes. This, so this is not only true – it's true of every being. You know, We're all an energy field. We all have stargates in our body. You know, The earth has stargates in and of itself. The universe has stargates. The solar system has stargates. And right. so if we're going to allow them to be open and conscious – and not just subconscious, then we have to allow our systems to think quantumly and allow the body to adapt quantumly. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to take in higher energies, then what are we also going to take in? Wow, we're going to take in some exposed truths. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you're going to take in some stuff that is going to blow your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we have been conditioned, trained, uh, and understood that these are the only things you're allowed to know mm-hmm. as hu- as humans, you know. And certainly, certain humans in certain locations on the earth were only allowed to learn certain things. Mm-hmm. So we're now going to be exposed to truths and higher frequencies. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, go ahead and throw in, you know, some raw emotions. Mm-hmm. We're we're kind of going through that right now, you know, it's where our bodies that. are yeah. having to expel the raw emotions, and um, you know, the discordant energies have to leave the body, have to leave the earth for us to be able to go through stargates. Yeah. Yep. So, and that wherever so, we are in that process, we're in the perfect place. Yes. Because we that is the, the journey that we are individually going through, and there is no better or worse place to be. Yes. Other than to be in the present, in your own experience. Yes. And to have the intuitive intentions for upliftment. Right. Right. That's That's the merging of the presence... And then the future, mm-hmm. you know, and it also merges the past to hold your intuitive intentions, mm-hmm. you know. And um, if, if the past and present and future are all actually happening at the same time, then that's quite a merge. <laughs> yes, and that's what exactly the body is asking. That's what the quantum fields are asking of us to become kind of more pliable with the earth, the crystalline earth. Mm-hmm. To to align with the cosmic information and the new energy grids, the energy streams that are coming flying in from the sun. Right. I mean, we've got to be strong in our bodies. Absolutely. And, you know, the funny thing is that it seems like uh, so many people have bought into the New Age concept of, quote, ascension, unquote, and uh, have it burned into their brains that they're going to 5D. And... Uh, there are a few people who are saying, no, we're incending. We're actually going to 1D and out the other side of the vortex. 
and 1D is supposedly lower, but in this case, I think that the we're not go- some are choosing to go to you know have 12D and galactic this and that, but others are going into source, and that has to do with the crystalline grid, which is 1D. Yes, and so the way I see that is that uh, we are humans that hold the many rays of the sun. Mm-hmm. And so the many rays of the sun are uh, the many colors. So you are the many rays, and each color ho- holds a different resonance and frequency. It's like the Tibetan you know, rainbow bodies. Mm-hmm. You, you are the crystalline structure. The crystalline structure is made up on one side of the rays of the rainbow entering mm-hmm. into the crystalline structure, right? Mm-hmm. And so we are going through a process of reverse refraction mm-hmm. where we are taking in the many rays of ourself. This is what I've been writing on my blog um, for the last several years is that we t- are taking in the many aspects of our being. We're identifying um, you know, not the millions of beings or hundreds or thousands of beings that we've been. We're identifying the, you know, seven most benevolent or mm-hmm. the hundred and eight most benevolent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. those beings coming in as, a, as one, ref, you know, union of light, entering a crystalline structure, then comes out the other side as one light. Yes, yes. That's reverse refraction. And so you can take the thought wherever you want, and you can take the teachings wherever you want. But the the aspect is, where are we? Mm. You know, Mm. where are we as an earth? Because we are not in 5D as an earth right now. Mm -hmm. You know, we are in the process of... We are in a gate, and so is our human body. And so we can talk about source self all day long, and that might be part of denial. It might be part of a mechanism of denial, denying the, the darkest aspects of ourselves. Mm, interesting. You know, if, if we can… If we're only looking at bliss, right, right, the end, re- the end result. Well, what are you doing to look at the darkest aspects of yourself, the shadow aspects of yourself you that go. you have to rid yourself of to become that reverse refracted light? Right, right. <laughs> and how much in denial are we about that? And how how much have we done the shadow work and become aware of that and brought that into the light? Yeah, it's not a just look, can we just teach about source? People do right. need to know people need to know what divinity is and they need to know what the divine within them is. But they sure need to know how to adapt the negative aspect of themselves into compassion so that forgiveness and love becomes the fuel of their being. And that is what we plug into the crystalline grid mm-hmm. that will that as long as we are embodying that and the aspects of those things, 
and the consciousness of uh, an awareness of love within our body, then the divinity and the love through the earth and ourself becomes a grounded circuit. And so we don't burn out the system mm-hmm. by going by going into uh, you know complete divine etheric out the body bliss most of your day. Right, right. You know, I know people that do that. They spend most of their day out of their body. That's right. That's right. You no, know? and I, I just wonder how much benefit the shadow aspects of their being are getting. Or how much air time or forgiveness those aspects are getting. Well, that's a good question because, uh, mm-hmm. as you said, there will be truths that will be uh, shocking truths that will come through as we're incorporating all of this energy. And oh. some of those truths are going to make us extremely angry when we find out what's been going on. Oh, yes. And they so sure are. Yeah, we're not going to be about forgiveness and love and compassion. We're going to be about, I want those creatures out now, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. they're going to die. You know, that's been going on for millions and billions of years. Yeah, so, so what, what the body and the earth is going through is a fast lane approach to higher consciousness. Mm-hmm. And higher consciousness demands us to see the ugliest truths so if yep. we can't see the ugliest truth in ourselves, how are we going to witness it on a oh. countrywide basis oh my god yes. or a statewide basis or a right. citywide basis or a church religion or whatever right not to mention right. the planetary deception oh man <laughs> it goes on you and know? on yeah so come on <laughs> let's work on ourselves right and the it's really important right now to work on our stealth and open the gates to our ability to adapt to higher energies, you know, right? and, how right. To, and how, all the aspects of how do we do that? You know, there's a lot of different ways, um, you know, through processing how your mind thinks. <laughs> How you right. align with your high, how you align with your higher self, how you absorb and take in new information, how you're triggered by your surroundings, mm-hmm. and if you're Choosing triggered the, by your surroundings, boy, you better do some work. Choosing the thoughts that are higher in vibration. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes it just comes down to a moment by moment choice between the higher and the lower, and you yeah. look at the two and you weigh them in your mind, and this is higher, and you go in that direction. And there's no way that you can fail if you make the right choices. And so you heard, you were able to hear that direction and not doubt the direction. Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you hear the option mm-hmm. of taking a higher vibration. Mm-hmm. And you know if you can't hear that voice, uh, you can feel that in your mm-hmm. in your gut. In your gut, you know, you have... A brain in your gut. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, I do. <laughs> that's Literally. where I get my information. <laughs> Literally, we do. 
Um, and so the brain and the gut can tell you if you can't hear it, sense it, feel it beyond the five senses. Uh-huh. If you're not in tune with those things, you can, you know, then just put in front of you the little your red devil and the, you know, little angel. Mm-hmm. Listen to which one. But just forgive the little red devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's what we're not doing. And by exposing the truths, when the red devil shows up, um, which is going to be showing up on a lot of aspects, because this is how we release into multidimensional consciousness. This is how we integrate into an expertise of uh, our shape and our ability to be on the grid, on the, you know, on the ley lines of earth we have right. to we've got to be able to move into the understanding that we are the catalyst for that mm-hmm. our benevolence towards the riddle little red devil <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's many friends <laughs> and it's many friends and so i can imagine how many truths will get exposed on so many levels that I believe that some of them won't even be seen by some people. Right, right. It won't you know, be necessary. Yeah, it won't be necessary for them to see them on a on a huge level. That their systems will only take in what they can believe. You know, mm-hmm. uh, without without fear overtaking them. Mm-hmm. And these are the people who would be in denial of their own uh, aspects of fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fear is being pumped out like a, a technological spigot 24-7. <laughs> oh, it really is. And yep. you you wonder how much more um, people can take or when will they choose, mm. you know, to turn it off. Yeah, yeah. It is the ability to to make the higher choice, to vibrate a different way, to just see something different, be something different, involve yourself in something different. You know, your future, our future allows us to be benevolent. Well, why don't we align with that in the way we live? Mm-hmm. The way we spend, the way we spend money, who we spend it with. Um you know, benevolence is not just giving. It's how you share. Mm-hmm. Mm, absolutely. It's, you know. You and know, there's more than enough for everybody. I think everybody. we're all doing There sure is. I mean, there sure there, is. <laughs> there's abundance galore. It's just been locked up tight by uh, limitations and belief systems. Yes. And for us to have had doubt that we didn't have abundance or Mm. that we weren't worthy of abundance or that we had to work harder for abundance. You know, that's what, uh, you know, when I woke up, I said, whoa, uh, we are abundant. We've always been abundant. I have abundance. I am worthy. I have everything. Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's, you know, kind of contrary to what, I was gifted to believe, you know, mm-hmm. in, 
in all aspects. So why would I believe that now? Well, just something woke me up to tell me, you know, who are you? You are just not just the physical body. You are the consciousness housed in it. You are the many rays of benevolence taking the wisdom of each one, each one being very unique, and taking the fractals and patterns of that. Take in what high energy you can accept without being triggered by having to cleanse the body so that the stargates within the body are open. It's, it changes it changes a world because when you change the body to benevolence, then you're improving the life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. uplift you're mm-hmm. uplifting a life, and so if you can uplift the life, well, well, would you stay in an environment of abuse if you were resonating uplifting life? No. 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 And so it seems that by each individual person working on themselves, we sure can move forward in upliftment for the ripple effect to start happening. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, for the, for the grid to start changing because it's amazing the patterns and the fractals. Um, of energy and you know the new cosmic energy that's coming in is not just based in waves of unattainable you know uh, unfathomable energies that we don't know anything about mm-hmm. you know this stuff also comes in benevolent galactic ways with technologies you know we have to look at in the past, you know, this might be new information to some people, but not to others. But, you know, a lot of our current technologies that we currently use on the Earth were gifted to us from uh, extraterrestrials mm-hmm. and reverse engineered. And so in the reverse engineering of these through scientists and the cooperation of extraterrestrials um we have led lights and you know anti-gravity devices you know kevlar um uh infrared uh, fiber optics um even you know like velcro that that came from extraterrestrial knowledge that's cosmic information that's uh close to as cosmic as we can get when Mm -hmm. we start being streamed information um now reverse engineering something is a lower form of taking information you know that was what we could do at the time well now there's going to be a transference of energy through an acceptance of cosmic consciousness so the inventions will be much different than um, the physicalness of Kevlar mm-hmm. or or the physicalness of LED lights. I'm, I met a NASA scientist once. Um, he, uh, he was 92 years old, mm. and, and 
he told me he was from some Scandinavian country, but he came through Germany, and I believe he was part of uh, Oper- Operation Paperclip. Uh-huh. Um, but he told me of uh, his inventions that he had for gathering cosmic radiation uh-huh. to power all the electricity, all the electricity on the Earth. Wow. He had an he had an invention for it, but nobody would allow him the invention, uh, and the governments had stopped him from it and quieted him. Mm-hmm. And he had another invention that he showed me that was infrared light beam lasers that could eradicate tumors in cancer mm-hmm. patients. And um, so here's a 92 year old scientist sitting at his kitchen table showing me all the things that could assist an earth and a human. I have to believe this over and over because I'm witness to this. People come into my life to show me. Uh This is not just a YouTube video. You know, <laughs> yeah, this is real information. So we're going to get ready to have information about teleportation, um, how to dissolve your body into an orb and move through a portal. And then you're, you know, in another part of either the Earth or another civilization on another planet. Mm-hmm. These are uh, not unknown technologies. Right. They're, right. they're known. Yeah, they're- they're known and they're in use today by those who uh, control the strings to the uh, technologies. Yes, and so I, you know, we we have to believe that by us being able to be grounded in our bodies, so that we can take in higher information, so that we can access the ability. Mm-hmm. To walk mm-hmm. to walk into an orb right. and dissolve and dissolve our body instead of driving somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and this is what um, cosmic awareness will do for us. But there's a lot of preparation, and so I I don't want to be blinded by just the source teachings of the one. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to be blinded by uh, the bliss of that. Mm-hmm. And um, I understand yeah. now that this is about compassion, and compassion for ourselves is being able to look at the ugliest part of ourselves too. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And the ugliest part of the earth, and the factions yeah. of it. You know. <clears throat> and and course, how to rise <clears throat> above it. Mm-hmm. Because it is a thought form. Based mm-hmm. on the consciousness that a humanity holds, so if we can adapt the consciousness of the humanity to benevolence and compassion, then the thought form known as the galactic wars or known as the manipulation or known as the archontic stream, mm-hmm. that all changes mm-hmm. because we've changed the consciousness of the humanity. We have to do that one by one, mm-hmm. you know. And then also the uh, the idea that uh, we're living in a world in which everything feeds off of something else uh, can dissolve 
that it isn't necessary any longer to have uh, to kill things. Everything is killing everything else, and it's just one cycle of death, murder, rebirth, and that is not necessary. We can let that go. Yes. Yeah, that whole cycle um, is not necessary because it's an unconscious cycle. Yes. And so what we're trying to do is merge into multidimensional consciousness, and that becomes a complete awareness of the dimensional aspects of it. So mm -hmm. if you are aware of the dimensional aspects of it, then we go into it with a more conscious aspect, more choices, you know, mm -hmm. um, more free will based in your divinity. You know, I'm now calling that divine will because that's what we're really doing is we're moving our free will into divine will. Mm -hmm. And you're going to hear more of that from other people who channel and, and uh, you know, who um, have been, you know, picking up the bandwagon, they're going to understand it now mm -hmm. uh, more as a collective evolution to benefit all of consciousness, to go into the stream of knowing that you don't have to reincarnate just like you always have. Mm -hmm. You don't have to suffer as a being through another lifetime of consciousness to accelerate your being mm -hmm. or to become more aware consciously aware so you start to understand that the body vehicle the spirit vehicle is ready to conceive and give birth to its soul you know for the greater whole or or the greater collective instead of reproducing an an asleep consciousness because mm -hmm. that's what that feels like to me reincarnation yeah. feels like it's just, you know, go to sleep now and let's just do this. Right. You, you get no say in it. Uh, right. You know, you're going to come back as this. And you're just going to learn this same lesson over and over because it's part of that epigenetic DNA marker that we planted in you mm -hmm. to make you believe that it's your own fault. Right, right. <laughs> and you have yes. this limitation and that you are a sinner. And we're just going to let you have this, you know, and let you repeat life after life after life. And, and feed off you of you may, in every one of those. <laughs> yes, because you're going to continue to hold fear in all these different bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'd rather make a conscious choice to come back to an earth. In whatever form I like. There you go. Or you know, uh, into another planet, or or another planet, or, or another, another existence, or no, another dimension. Not the material. <laughs> no, you correct. Know, we, or if we, I just want to be a vibration, I'll there be a you vibration. Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think that that's what conscious choice of a spirit is. Yeah, yeah, and we you don't know. have it now. No, we're, not we're living out a repetitious the a repetitiousness that has gotten so boring for everybody involved. Even the controllers must be bored off their out of their wits at having mm -hmm. to do the same stuff over and over and over. I would think that the the whole uh, universe would be delighted to uh, 
change things up a bit, even if it is for the positive, and they lose control. You know, it's like, well, we lost our control. Well, but it's different, <laughs> and they yeah, don't want you, difference. They want everything no, the, to remain the structured they, the same every time. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know a difference. No. And the, the other planetary civilizations have not known of compassion. Right, right. And that is where the difference is in manipulation of a of a society and the non-manipulation of a society is mm -hmm. whether or not they hold compassion and because compassion becomes holding it for themselves mm -hmm. as well as others well if a being on another planet has been groomed for manipulation of others and only knows that as a powerful uh, stance of its being you know uh, how do we on earth accept that well we want to not be that mm -hmm. we want we want to hold a different resonance we want to hold compassion so uh, a compassion for ourselves is to show benevolence to others so uh, off-planet beings are learning of this the mm -hmm. societies uh, that have never held this in some galactic uh, presences are now learning of compassion. And some of them are learning that it is way more powerful than the streams of manipulation that they have always held. Mm -hmm. Because that some of these civilizations don't have a spirit per se. Mm -hmm. So they can't operate through that divine choice they just operate through power and mm -hmm. energy and energy so compassion holds a power and can energy but it's based in love not in manipulation mm -hmm. so this is where you know the beings on earth are having to learn compassion people have sh kind of shied away from it here on earth mm. some compassion teachings they've been taught to be um, false teachings mm. um, and they aren't they're some of the most ancient teachings to be able to allow uh, compassion for all your darkest aspects as well as your neighbors darkest aspects allows a neutrality so that dark and light don't have to fight. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe we'll get there soon here. <laughs> well, now that we've put it out in the field, yes. Yeah, yeah. We can vibrate higher as a mind and body and spirit. Well, and it wouldn't surprise me if we end up being, uh, you know, I know that uh, some galactics probably look down. Uh, on us, and you can see that in channeled information, the, the kind of lofty view that they take of, of over humans, but I suspect that we are their teachers, and that mm. we are going to be showing them how to do things that they have been unable to do for hundreds of thousands of years. Yeah, and I think it's been in some of those uh, unmeasurable ways that I think are now going to be measurable. Mm -hmm. 
you know, uh, you could not really measure compassion scientifically before. Mm-hmm. Well, now I believe that you can. <laughs> and uh, I do believe that you can um, isolate the, the light quotient in a person and find out how high the resonance of light is. Mm-hmm. And is it based in love, peace, compassion, joy, or freedom? And those technologies are here. Uh, they just have been held back. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, it's, ex- it's still a very exciting time, even though it's very uh, interesting and you have to be on your toes every day uh, for what's coming at us. Right. You know, I don't even watch the news, so um, I'm l- pretty lucky. I do get news, you know, on the internet. Little things pop up, and my friends comment on things. Right. Uh, so I, I do know about news. I just don't engage in it. Uh, so it's interesting how people are assimilating, um, you know, political strife right now. Uh huh. Right. So, so political strife is kind of taking over people's sensibilities and uh so what does that mean inner fighting inner fighting and it's inner fighting within our mind and our body mm-hmm. so our it's happening in our bodies mm-hmm. you know the interplay between that type of ping pong effect um you know it's it's sure not uh calming sure not no. harmonic not at all, and you can know that you are subject to duality when that's happening because that is the intention yes. to keep us in that state, that ping-pong state. So when we transcend it and realize that it's just a game and they're playing us against each other, then we don't have to play that game. We can, yes. rely, we can uh, play it if we want to be pawns, and just be unconscious idiots out there arguing and killing and fighting over things. But you can transcend it and know that it's just a game, and that's what you're supposed to do. And you're, I'm not going to do that. I'm not playing. Homie, don't play that game. <laughs> Homie, don't play that. And yeah. so it reminds me of the the side lock on the the Jewish yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Have no idols. Beautiful. And th- that's just like you standing up for yourself saying, I hold no idols during this political strife process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you held no idols, then would you not like – see, I don't feel – now, this is where it's this real sticky part, okay. and I know we're about to end. <laughs> not a yeah. good time to bring up stuff like this, but uh, – you know, the people who feel like they have to protest and fight for things. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm around a lot of people right now who feel that they are doing the best for humanity by protesting and fighting. And I I look at it as energy and, and believe it's a waste of energy. Yes, I agree. Um, you know, uh, because this – I believe that the political strife has to happen, uh, but it doesn't have to happen with our involvement, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. Just let it go, and we can recalibrate like the earth is. But I'm not going to protest and fight this new upward mobility. No, and what you resist persists. It oh, makes absolutely. it more real. 
So on that note, <clears throat> we could pick that up with our next show. <laughs> okay. Because okay. we did open the door to a can of worms. Yes, we uh, did. And that would be a good place <clears throat> for us to continue, too. Okay. Uh, because there is so much of uh, that going on, the dissonance, and we can also uh, share information about how to think multidimensionally and step out yes. of 3D uh, duality thinking. Uh, but um, we're out of time, <laughs> so <laughs> I just love talking to you. We had a wonderful chat tonight, and um, your <clears throat> your website is knowingdo.com. It's on the bio. And is there anything that you'd like to part with before we sign off? Um, maybe just that everybody hang in there and stay as grounded as you can and don't get triggered by everything and just let everything go. Um, make a conscious choice to uplift yourself and show mm -hmm. yourself compassion. That's just where we all need to be right now. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Well, Cindy, thank you once again and... Good night to you and good night to all the listeners. <laughs>